Hey, 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 this is Mary at Mary Unapologetic. It's such a nice day today outside, and I'm here with my cousin Jen. She's like um, wearing these dark glasses, by the way, folks, and she's trying to embody who? Paris Hilton? <laughs> just adds to the essence, you know, getting in the, my zone of magic. We're excited <laughs> to be here with you, listeners. So today we are actually together mm-hmm. in the studio, mm-hmm. whereas in the past I was from my residence and mm-hmm. Mary was her from her residence. So it's nice to come face to face and collab and just bring more energy and fun to today's episode. So Motivational Monday, uh, listeners, thank you for taking the time um, and spending it with us. You have have many choices you have other podcasts to listen to but if you're a returning listener we appreciate you we value you we're so grateful we're so thankful and we feel blessed sure and we can you guys you know for the listeners out there follow my um, website too, marylietoledo.com for more episodes um okay so we're gonna start jen we're gonna talk about corporate america culture yes. right yeah and the only reason why we're gonna cover this is because a friend of mine have mentioned something about an article that he read, I guess, on the newspaper or he saw it on TV in regards to a company who put it out there that they're going to be starting to hire more women and people of color as their pilots, correct? And they are actually, this is actually the airline industry. Mm -hmm. So what do you... Well, one, I think that's something that is mainstream. It's going mainstream. It's definitely something that's trending in small businesses, mm-hmm. medium-sized businesses, large corporations, mm-hmm. corporate America, if we want to call it that overarching mm-hmm. umbrella. Mm-hmm. But that's good because I think with with the world today, I mean, it's all about representation. Mm-hmm. It's all about everyone's taking their business globally. And mm-hmm. if, you, if you're not globally now, I'm sure your roadmap wants to scale and mm-hmm. be global. And so what businesses are doing is if their customers are representing different groups, they want to also have, um, they want the to diversify of their employees to diversify uh-huh. and really be wholeheartedly inclusive. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, whether that be, let's, let's bring on higher and onboard more females mm-hmm. to our workforce and to our teams mm-hmm. to collaborate. Mm-hmm. Let's also be all encompassing and embody the marginalized groups and cover groups, minorities that are unrepresented. unrepresented over the years. And so it's, we've made a shift. It, it's, it's, but before that more, Jen, I a, think before that we need to first, um, take us there. Well, before, okay. I'm going to take you guys there. Listen, but before that we want to, cause I know for some folks, they probably don't know, um, you know, the corporate America culture. I have worked for mid-sized to big corporation before or big, you know, big companies. So therefore they have a certain culture within the organization. So I'm going to have you read this. Am I going to read this? So basically just to, again, we're here to expand your mindset, stretch your brain, and again, drop gems of knowledge and pieces of information. We're not claiming to be the experts. We always have to say that. Uh-huh. We just want to share the knowledge. And so Mary's going to go ahead and just read you um, a definition of uh-huh. what corporate America is. So to help you guys understand some of the pieces of our talking point, she's going to share right now the definition. Exactly. A, de- a definition yeah. of corporate America. Exactly. Because not a lot of people have worked for um, mid-sized to big companies before. So I have, 
in the past, and so are you, Jen, right? We came from that background. So therefore, I just want to give what, you know, a little bit of a little bit of an insight what it is. So basically, um, corporate America culture usually refers to a set of beliefs and behaviors that guide how a company or how a company's management and employees interact and handle external business transactions. And usually, um, corporate culture can have a huge impact on the fortune of a company and its employees. So in the past, when I used to work for mid-sized to big companies, um, basically, when they hire you, they go through the process. It's not just like, oh, okay, you're hired. First, the interview. Then there's a second interview. Then then once they actually hire you, they offer you your salary, right? And the benefits and all that stuff. You have to go through that. And then even before you can start, you have to go to HR to make it legal, that, you know, as far as the hiring process. The new and hire packet, the new hire paperwork. There's a lot of documentation for mm-hmm. hiring and onboarding. Mm-hmm. Again, part of the, one of the series of steps to become an employee. Exactly. And then once that thing is done, I think from my experience, it took like a day or two to just deal with the HR process. And then from there, they already told me, oh, we're going to train you for two weeks. Well, you know, because they're trying to introduce you their company culture, their, you know, um, regulations, you know, because within the organizations, they have like certain protocol to follow. Correct, Jen? Correct. correct. And each business has their own customized employee handbook, Mm -hmm. you know, the way they do business, Mm -hmm. their procedures, guidelines, because there's rules when you join a company, there's going to be you need an employee handbook. It's part of the legal. Yeah. It, and it also depends on how big the company is. Because I remember when I used to work for this big company, and it's so big. Actually, um, I think one of the previous employer, you know, well, I don't want to say the company, you know. But one of the big companies that I used to work for, I remember they handed me this big binder. And the big binder has all these documents, all this you know, guidelines that I, you know, that we all have to follow, you know, for new hire. Right. And I was just like, wow, this is huge, you know, but then, you know, it it gave me an, you know, it kind of gave me some kind of excitement because I'm like, I'm a, I'm a part of this big thing Mm -hmm. that's going to make a difference out Mm -hmm. there. And, you know, I feel like I belong Mm -hmm. belonging. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To something, you know what I mean? So from my um, experience, I'm just going to talk about, how they think. Normally, they're very organized. They want, you know, obviously different organization would have different, you know, kind of culture too. Right, Jen? Correct. So you're going to speak from your experience with that specific company because it's very individual. Each business exactly. has their own creation of exactly. culture, values, belief systems. Exactly. So behaviors. from this one particular company I used to work for, um, like, okay, it's, it was in the hospital. So... In a hospital setting, we have to work as a team. We have to collaborate. We have to be in alignment. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We have to troubleshoot problem together, not just me. You know, that's why communication is key. We We always have to communicate, communicate, communicate. And they emphasize on that, right? And we have to follow protocols and guidelines. And if we don't and we mess up, then that can cost the hospital, Lots of money, you know what I mean? Liabilities. Exactly. There has to be cohesion between various team members and then 
interdepartments within the different departments. Exactly, because it could be liable for lawsuits, mm-hmm. right? Correct. And so if and and not only that, if you let's say break a certain rule or whatever that is, you get um, you get called in the office, like in school, then they will basically, you know, I remember they said, oh, you're only allowed to have three pink slips because that's, that's a warning. A warnings, yeah. yeah. Though back then they, you know, we called it pink slips because like when you say, hey, did you get a pink slip? That means that you got a warning. So we're only allowed to have three. If you basically, you stop all your pay, you know, you got in trouble three times or more, then you're out. You're fired. They don't tolerate certain behavior. You have to, you know, you, you, you have to be always on top of your game. Wouldn't you agree, Jen? A hundred percent. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the hospital sending, I think. It could be anywhere, yeah. but that this is, you know, I'm talking from my experience and I use the hospital setting as an, as an example. So, but then other than, you know, like, like I said, usually corporate America thinking it's almost, you know, they have some kind of, uh, um, similarities, you know, like whether it's business or the hospital, if, if it's big, you know, mid-sized or big companies, they usually follow almost the same thing, right, Jen? Like they give you like, um, well, you uh, need the infrastructure cause you don't want, you know, especially if it's a big company. Like, absolutely. You can't have everyone being chaotic and operating with unethical behaviors. There's got to have guidelines and mm-hmm. a structure. Yes. Yes. And, and the guidelines and structure or being organized is what going to set you apart from another company. Right. And it's, and it's going to determine how successful you are in the industry. Right. And holding you accountable for your role. Like we hired oh, you to do this role. Oh, they're big on that, Jen. Mm-hmm. They're big on that. So since you work in HR, t- tell us about the accountability. Well, that I think in the previous episodes, we talked about leadership, you know, mm-hmm. too. And we talked about accountability, but um, that's usually a huge pillar mm-hmm. within companies because you're here to do a job. You're here to um, expand the vision, mm-hmm. scale the company, mm-hmm live the mission mm-hmm. and you're following a North star mission That's statement, mission statement, and you're mm-hmm. following a North star and mm-hmm. the leaders are guiding the teams to head towards that mm-hmm. North star. And there's going to be moments where it's going to, you're going to go off course, but it's also the leader's responsibilities to guide you and get back on track. Cause obviously businesses, you know, have unexpected challenges. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, to come in, that's something that they would cover. Like, Hey, we want you to be accountable, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I think communication is a huge part of that, but, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like, and that's why we have meetings almost like when I used to work for companies like this, I used, we used to, we'll have meetings in the morning, right? you know, meetings every morning. And then if it's not, if it's not every morning, then at least like three times or one time, you know, once a week. Right. Right. Because they want to make sure everyone is still going towards the same goal. Cause mm-hmm. if it's not, then your success would not be as, I don't know. Well, also if your employees are confused, if you don't have a clearly defined vision, mission, Mm -hmm. and then a set of core values, Mm -hmm. then you have a workforce that's absolutely confused because they don't know direction. They they Mm -hmm. know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They're doing their job and they're performing really well, Mm -hmm. but then there's doing it while they're unclear, like where are we going? Where are we headed? What have we learned from past projects or initiatives that we've launched? Mm -hmm. So you really want clarity is a huge 
today's world, people want clarity. They want to be clear because there's been so much chaos in the world around them outside of the businesses and in their own personal life. Mm -hmm. They're looking towards the employers and the leaders for guidance. Like we need as much clarity and communication and support as Mm -hmm. possible. I feel like, um, pre-pandemic we got so absorbed and everyone was moving into this hustle 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 culture everyone was getting greedy everyone was trying to be number one Mm -hmm. and it was all about winning Mm -hmm. and it was all about matrix Mm -hmm. metrics and metrics 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 data numbers 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 Mm -hmm. and then when the pandemic hit i think people realized new things became top of mind priority and it was just like everyone let go of their egos they let go of numbers and it it shifted to we need to be more empathetic more compassionate we need to show caring and model for that we need to support each other well that was the problem just the business like how can we support you and your family so you have the support you need so that you do perform your job well you know so it, Uh it goes deep into leading with heart genuinely caring about the employees being super empathetic like actually like a leader and compassionate and kind-hearted and thoughtfulness and just be like, okay, you chose to work for our company. You could have worked for any other company. How can I support you? You're expanding our vision. You're making this company grow. Mm -hmm. We need to support you and what you need for you and your family because we're in a different, this is an unprecedented, unforeseen global pandemic. So how can we support you? So so are you saying this is what's happening now? What's I'm just going to... People we, are more open to... Yeah. They've made the shift from being so like greedy in terms of business metrics, mm-hmm. revenue, 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 mm-hmm. that they that kind of had to take a sidestep mm-hmm. and then it went like deep compassion, lead with heart. Mm-hmm. It's all about humanity in the workforce. And you know, we invite people to share their stories because I want to hear about the companies that put aside their ego and said, how can I care about my employees? What support do they need? Do they need more flexibility? Do they need more time away for the role in a room so that they can care for their families? Because everyone's life is at home and we're all just figuring it out in real time. We're all having to shift and pivot pivot. And so adaptability is an also. Yeah. We talked about that in the past. You go. Yeah. So my, my thing, yeah, we talked about that adaptability is key actually for a company's success. It doesn't matter if it's small, mid-size or big adaptability is always the key in business. Even, even, even us as human being, if you can't adapt, then you're not going to like be successful. You have to learn how to pivot and pivot and swivel like at a moment's notice. And that's what everyone had to do in the pandemic. Yes. And then Jenna actually talked about, you know, because you talked about like compassion, um, leading with heart, leading with heart, listening. And the only reason why Jen actually mentioned that is because the old ways or the old mindsets, the old behaviors in a corporate America. Remember, the, there's the CEO, and then there's the managers, and then then those people that's like on the bottom, right? The frontline workers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hourly so workers. Yeah. So so basically, so what happened is that the way. I guess the company, you know, this is from my experience. This is how I see it. So if the manager says, okay, this is where we're going as a company. This is what we're um, um, enforcing. That doesn't usually happen because between that group of people and the higher management, like the CEO, presidents, you know, CFO, that, 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 they have a different way of mindset, right? So the mindset, so there's, there's no connection back then, right, Jen? So me, I think me and Jen have talked about this. Like, you know, I, I have think ego was a problem. There you go. Cause and status. Well, but the ego comes from 
you know, like the male CEO, the male CFO or whatever, right? Or, or president. So, and, and what ended up happening is that sometimes they don't want to listen to the people that work for them. And if they don't listen- The individual contributors, the employees. Yeah. The one that's actually, you know, and so, so if you, even if you're having a meeting because you want to go towards the same goal, you know, as far as growth, if there's no connection between the higher management and the people that's making it happen for the business, then the company is not going to be successful. But then now I think over time, finally it's catching up, right? Yeah. So I think Mary's trying to share is the old model Mm -hmm. was the very mainstream was it's top Mm -hmm. management filtering down Mm -hmm. to top to bottom. Now we're seeing Mm -hmm. bottom up. So like the leaders are listening to the, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like to say bottom, but they're listening to the individual contributors, the frontline workers. They want to hear, they literally are opened up their ears, their hearts, Mm -hmm. their minds. They say, we value and care about our employees. Mm -hmm. We want to hear your stories. How can we be better? How can we be efficient? How can we can improve our communications, Mm -hmm. our collaborations, our openness, Mm -hmm. our inclusivity, Mm -hmm. give this a sense of belonging. We want to create a safe space for our employees Mm -hmm. to know that they could use their voice, that their Mm -hmm. voice matters, not, not, not like leading by intimidation and fear, which was Mm -hmm. a a behavior trait and style, a culture that was in the past. People have made the shift. All thinking. Yeah. Yeah. They've made the shift towards a reset. So a lot of companies are Mm reimagining, they're reinventing, Mm -hmm. they're literally resetting and Mm -hmm. they do not, they understand that that doesn't work. Yes. Caring about the employees. These employees are voting with their lives to be with this company for however long, you know, whether it be a year, a season, five years, 10 years, good yeah. Lord. Well, not only that, Jen, you know, if you want your employee to be loyal to the company and to work for the company for a long time, you have to make your employee work, you know, you have to make them happy. And to make them happy, you need to listen to them, right? Back in the old days, the old mindset is like, oh, I'm the boss. I'm not going to listen to you. I know what I'm doing because I run this show. That's the old mindset. But then now the higher management is you're seeing the pattern that they're now listening to the people that works for them. You know what I'm saying? And they're collaborating and they're, they're opening up and they're welcoming diverse diversity diversity. of voices. They want to hear different voices. Mm -hmm. They want to hear different lenses. They Mm want to come from a different angle that, and that sparks innovation that Mm -hmm. sparks creativity because leadership realized when you have a leadership team, management Mm -hmm. team, Mm -hmm a higher level upper management, however you would describe or how it's laid out in your organization. Mm -hmm. If they're all like cookie cutters, if they're all homogenous, they're all in an echo chamber. Mm -hmm. So they're not getting the diverse Mm -hmm. voices. Creativity. They're not getting the creativity. It's not coming from different, even be open to listening to things outside your industry, Mm -hmm. really diversify. You want to have like a palette. You want to have a palette, a business palette. You know, you want to mm-hmm. have like, instead of single-handedly thinking we're vanilla, we're vanilla, why don't you have the months? <laughs> all, all different kind of flavors. Yeah, why can't you be, think like Baskin Robbins and just have 31 flavors? <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, that's all encompassing. That's inclusivity that generates a sense of belonging. That's more international. That's more global scale. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if people could just shift to that, there's other ways of doing things. And probably it could be more, you know, efficient, higher quality you know, better service. Uh-huh. I mean, if you think about it, we're all... And productivity is going to go up. Yeah. Productivity, because we're, we're in a world of burnout. People are burned out. And so we're exhausted. So we people need to think about ways where we can balance it out, where it's all about life, work, blend. It's uh-huh. all about life, work, integration, mm-hmm. life, work, harmony. And to each individual, that 
is in a different percentage. It's very individualized. However you describe it, everyone has their own life work rhythm. You get to define it, you create it. Mm -hmm. And then as a business, they can kind of define it and it's going to evolve. It's going to evolve. It's not going to stay stagnant. You want it to have like a heartbeat monitor. It's going to go. You want to be changing. Yeah. Yeah, According to the time. You're going to have moments. It's not going to be linear. No way. Yeah. That's not a reality. Yeah. So for those business, you know, or businesses that doesn't want to change or, or they're like, um, not doesn't welcome change. And there's, there are those businesses out there that, that doesn't want to welcome the change or the evolution. So they're going to fall behind. They're not going to be, they're going to fall behind and they're not going to like thrive. Right. In business. And they need to be being, they need to be intentional about going to other groups and other Mm -hmm virtual conferences, like attending other summits outside your industry, because you're going to learn some innovative methods, some practices, a new way of thinking and like lean all the way in and embrace a new model, new business model. That's what it it could spark so much innovation. And that's how all these things are because there's always a way to make it newer, better, faster, cheaper or or more different, you know, and you're going to or you're going to learn from other people. Like for me, I like to meet different types of people. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like. I talk to different kinds of people, you know, the ones with, you know, like the one that's like holds a higher position or even the one that's just working for, let's say, a grocery store, because everyone have different set of knowledge of life, work, you know what I mean? And, and, it, and it applies and to different like, generations. We come a huge family. We're parents, Mary and I are parents, and I we learn every day. I'll learn from your kid. I'll learn from my kid. I'll yeah. learn from my nieces and nephews, like mm-hmm. the ones that are in elementary school. Mm-hmm. I learn from them all the time. And then they learn from us. So it's a two-way extreme exchange, yeah. excuse me. Uh-huh. And and that in itself can spark creativity. Creativity. You know. And then, and then also how their, how their the mindset mentor, is. The mentorship can come from a young yes. little girl or a little boy. Yeah. So that's why it's very important to listen to everyone, not just you know, set of group of people or not just like what you think you, who you want to listen to, you know, you should, you should want to listen to everyone because everyone have something to talk about. Anyone, everyone have something to say now, now, now I'm going to go, you know, a step ahead of this. I understand that not everyone will have a valid argument or a valid point, but if you are listening, then maybe you can like have some kind of a you know, back and forth conversation. And then from there, something's going to be, you know, something's going to come out that's probably like, hey, you opened my eyes to this, you know, or mm-hmm. maybe the other person's going to say, hey, you opened my eyes to this. Yeah, you should welcome has, that. Yeah, everyone's going to have their own light bulb moment. So it's just like, if you can get out of your own echo chambers and mm-hmm. just embrace, lean, lean all the way in, like, you know what? Follow that curiosity. Again, another episode that we we, we need on. to talk about. Yeah, yeah. so... um if you just follow your curiosity, it could just lead you down these wonderful paths yes. and then you're, you're constantly mm-hmm. growing. You're like, you're taking ownership mm-hmm. of your own career path, your own personal individual development. Mm-hmm. And then that in that path, in that ride, in that voyage, you're going to, you're going to unearth and discover new parts of yourself that never knew existed. That you never existed. And it's the most amazing feeling in the world. And then you just lean all the way in and you just kind of have this light bulb moment, a revelation, like, Oh my God, this is so cool. Yes. And then, and if you, so if you feel like you're in a place where you're stuck and fear-based, just fear is false, you guys. So just lean all the way in and you're going to realize that on the other side of it is just like a wonderful experience. It, we mm-hmm. just went into such a different angle, but it, this is, look out, like, this is amazing. Like 
Mary and I came in talking about corporate America and then we led into like more individual, more personal, personal development. Yes. Yeah, and, and so that's what, that's why we have a good flow here. Like we didn't plan this. And so yeah. again, these are topics, talking points that we can dive into on, a, on other episodes going mm-hmm. forward. So again, we invite you to write in, maybe you didn't have a chance on our last episodes. We did take a break, but we welcome everyone. We want to hear your views. We want to mm-hmm. hear your ideas, your perspective. Mm-hmm. Please share with us like what you want us to maybe deep dive on or even just like touch on. Mm-hmm. And then feel free to write in with your questions. Mm-hmm. And then like what you said, Jen, you know, originally when we started, we're, ta- we're talking about co- corporate America culture as well as the article. Remember, this, it mentioned something about women and basically the unrepresented groups. So why would company start doing that now? Because they're trying to catch up because they realize the old mindset is not working. And so now they're welcoming it. But the only reason why they're probably doing it too is because they probably realize that, wait a minute, we don't have a lot of female in the higher position. And that's actually happened. It's actually, you know, you I if you look around and it doesn't matter what industry, look around the world and globally, you see the come up of women. Mm-hmm. It's coming up now, but yeah. back then it's all usually male, it, it right? Was, it was male dominated. Women were the minorities. Yes. It's, sometimes you never saw female even at a manager level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now there's a lot of, females. but now it's changing, right? There's, there's a change it's and it's more inclusive and everyone's jumping on there. It's a huge movement with this inclusivity and mm-hmm. sense of belonging mm-hmm. and equity equity which is another topic and yeah we we can go on and on you know that's why i told my cousin i said hey we're gonna you know keep it to you know like what 30 minutes maybe 30 35 minutes because we don't want to go on and on we it's so much harder to to edit this so that's why i don't want to like make it an hour anymore i just want it to be at 30 minutes kind of like you know each episode but anyways yeah so anyway so what i'm saying jen is that um now I'm seeing the movement that there's a change, you know, there's like companies are evolving before they only want to hire the male, you know, yeah, hire male in a higher position, higher positions. Now they are more welcoming to women. They're inviting women now. Hey, we want you to, especially if, you know, if women have the experience and merit, right? Mm-hmm. It should be, it should be, it should be based on merit. It shouldn't be based on gender or whatever what do you think correct i mean the past five years i think we've seen more women leaders Mm -hmm. of countries ceos Mm -hmm. like even facebook yeah ceos like teslas have hired like women c-suite yeah or senior vp Mm -hmm. that level directors and again it's global it's happening globally and i think right now it's becoming its own force of nature I mean, just in general, March in itself was International Women's Month. We never used to have a International Women's Month recognition. I mean, that just shows you in itself, like that, how far we've come. So yes. th- that's all we want to say on that. We don't have to dive deep, but yeah, we just want to say, like, if to po- call out examples of what we see around the world. Uh-huh. And, and I'm going to say this too, as a female. A lot of the women leaders are outperforming the male leaders, <laughs> leaders of countries, That's my cousin leader, right leader of industries and, and employer empo- and companies. So. Oh, hey, if you're going to make a statement like that, you got to back it up. Okay. Explain why, why you say that? But I, I know, I know what you're thinking. So you got to explain and tell the well, folks. I just want to say just in general, we were hit with this unprecedented time and global pandemic. And again, you see in a newsfeed or just in content, social media content, newsfeed, uh-huh. whatever, print, audio. 
well, the internet, well, there's some female leaders of the countries that were outperforming the U.S. And 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 the only reason is because you know what, there are more women that are coming into the uh, what workforce, right? Right. And they want they want to actually be in a higher position. You know, like like even with me, if I didn't have um, you know, then time with Mike, I would be like, you know, my, 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 I think, I don't know if I shared it with you, but I did talk about it in my previous, previous podcast that, I mean, previous episode that I visioned myself when I was in college that I'm going to be this, you know, bomb, awesome CEO. That's like a go-getter. And that's my personality. I'm a go-getter. You know, I'm like, I make sure that, Hey, that's where I'm going to go. And and I have a plan and I have like the time of how, I'm go- you know, how I'm going to get there. And then I make it happen. Right. And there well, are you're intentional, you strive and you had aspirations of this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then along the way, you understand that there's going to be, de- there's going to be there's bumps. Gonna be de- there's going to be detours. There's yeah. going to be peaks and valleys, but then that, if that, that's her North star audience. So basically she, everyone has their own North star and just know it's not linear. It's going to be very rocky, bumpy. Mm-hmm. There's going to be side paths. There's going to be detours, but if you're intentional and you keep following it and it's, it may even evolve. Like it's okay. If your North star turns, it's okay to change. Yes, exactly. Welcome that change because Uh people are different versions of themselves throughout their own life path. Mm -hmm. And I believe I'm a firm, again, we're getting really philosophical, but (laughs) I mean, just to share, like for me, I believe that the main thing you're going to be doing in life is you're working on yourself. You're constantly yep. working Growth. on yourself. Growth, Growth development. And it's, di- it's being shown in different vehicles. So whether it be career, family, you know, what you name it. Or even, the, you're, you know. You're constantly working on yourself. You should be constantly. Through different vehicles. So we're channels. We're conduits. Yeah. Universe. You yeah. Know? It's yeah. Like, it's like what what's happening through me and what's happening for me. That's my mindset. That's so, my that's my. So for, so for me, when I see, um, a female CEO out there who's kicking ass, I'll be like, yeah, I want to, I want to do that. You know, or or I, or I would say I admire and look up to that person because I'm like, you don't see that often. Not a lot of female. It should be women supporting women. Like, yeah, some spaces in the world, it's like that. Some people are. And it should also be, Jen, seriously, men supporting women too. Yeah. Because if yeah. you are... But we need if, men. We're not discounting men. We still need men. We want men to be men. But yeah, we men also, is, men is always going to be there. There's room at the table for women but and, Jen, and underrepresented groups. Yeah, but Jen, also I've noticed that men that welcomes women and welcomes diversity, those are the one that's like almost like I would say a well-rounded men, right? And those are the ones that's actually become more successful because they understand what it entails for success to happen. You have, you need to have all this diversity and, you know, it's not just like male or, you know, you have to have female there too, as well as different types of people. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And that can go into status like veterans or yeah. there's so many levels of diversity. It's not just male to female. There's and then it's not just tied to ethnicity and race. There's, you know, um, veterans, there's people with special needs. Mm-hmm. There's people that mm-hmm. you have to be really open it up to all classes. Yes. So yes. when we speak about inclusivity, we're covering the spectrum. We're not here just to talk about male versus female colored people. We're versus whatever. We're, it's like, we're, it's we're, like everyone. Yes. Right. Yes. 
Yes, and you, everyone, you, literally inclusive, and and to give a sense of belonging. Well, Jenna, earlier you mentioned something. You mentioned something about unprecedented groups. Okay, so can you explain what those well, group of like, people? So, like marginalized groups. So, I follow a certain um, in Silicon Valley, a very very bright woman who's who. This is her specialty. Her specialty is to talk about inclusivity, belonging, uh-huh. and diversity, mm-hmm. and she's given, she's a guest speaker. She's given, been a keynote speaker. And she was pretty much saying they surveyed across the nation. Again, I'm just relaying Mm -hmm. and I could share in the notes, a link that Mary could share to follow. Um, but they were, they were surveying some companies around the U S and they asked, what's your definition of diversity Mm -hmm. and what came back the majority of the percentage in their mind, as they answered the survey, they defined diversity as females, Mm-hmm. and black Americans, mm-hmm. whereas that doesn't even represent, cover or uh-huh. represent all these other groups that are marginalized. In the United States. In the U.S. Yeah. And again, that could be mapped to the gender identity. That could be mapped to, you know, status of you know, whether you're a veteran or special needs, yeah. the disabled, disabled Americans, uh-huh. the um, the minorities, the different races. I don't want to start naming all of them because yeah. I don't want to leave anyone out. So yeah, yeah. I mean, we want to, we want to cover all spectrum. Uh-huh. Um, so I personally like the word inclusivity mm-hmm. and belonging, but diversity, we use that because I mean, if we're going to search up, you know, search engine optimization is a real thing. So people still throw out, that's very much a mainstream word. So mm-hmm. we still use diversity mm-hmm. and then even equity is, is, Caps encapsulated in that, which is again a different topic. So a yeah. lot of corporate, corporate companies they they talk about diversity, inclusion, and equity and mm-hmm. belonging mm-hmm. in that little acronym. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, guess what, Jen? Yes. It's already what? 30, it's already at the mark. 30 yeah, minute mark. Thirty minutes. Yes. So, I guess for, for our part two, we for, can touch on like dive into deeper stuff on yeah. this. Okay, yeah. we can do that. Okay, yeah. so. Follow us again and thank you for your time and energy and attention. Uh-huh. Finish it up, Jen. Go ahead. Um, and a key reminder, um, I'll do the outro. We really invite you to share your questions, give feedback, and really let us know what you want to hear next. Cause maybe we're not thinking of some cool topics that our listeners want to discuss. Yes. We'll see you again here at Mary Unapologetic. This is Mary and Jenna. Good night.